Welcome to Run With Purpose. This is episode number 129. And for those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores, and I'm so very glad that you found this podcast. Would love if you would subscribe. And as always, you can reach out to me on all the socials everywhere at flores.run. Hope you uh, have uh, have been having an amazing few weeks. Uh, last week, didn't have an episode. We've I've been traveling a little bit. Uh, I was in Phoenix for work for a week, and now I'm in Columbus. You may recognize the background from the uh, AI or ChatGPT episode. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been a crazy few weeks of traveling and stuff. So I said, you know what? Just take a break from the episode, not try to rush anything. Uh, and I think you guys are going to appreciate what's what's happening here. But um, I hope you enjoyed the episode last week with Courtney. It was a great conversation. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. You can see it on my socials. There's links um, and you can follow her as well on Instagram. But it was a really fun conversation, um, really digging into kind of people's whys with their running and how she thought about this process of how she went into this idea of slow burn, right? And, and that was the whole title of the episode. And we get to it later in the episode of why it's titled that, but check it out. I'm always excited to have this conversation. So if you have some people on my, in your mind that would be like, hey, I think it'd be really cool if you talk to this person, send them over my way. Uh, I'd love to meet new people and just have some good conversations. Um, I've been starting a new workout plan and, and running plan, getting back out there. It has been really nice, uh, but my body hurts <laughs> when I've been running because it's taken a little time off. I think I did six miles in January. So trying to get back into it. Um, and it's really just that consistency, right? Once I continue to get into it, I'll be in a better state, but yeah, I just got to get back into it. But you're going to notice a little new flow to the episode here. You may have seen in the title, hey, there's a guest. Why don't I see the guest right now? Um, and I've talked about wanting to have more episodes with actual guests on the show, live on the show. And I was like, how am I going to do that? Do I really want to do this whole intro thing that I normally do with them right in front of me? It's kind of awkward and weird. So I decided for my in-person interviews from now on, it's going to be separated. I'm going to do an intro just like this kind of recapping things that have been going on and introducing my guest, then we're going to hop straight into the episode. So it might be a little different, but hopefully you find it uh, a little more engaging. You can say, hey, I want to skip all this intro part and go right to the interview. You're, you could do that. Uh, we'll have the videos as well for all of them. So they're on YouTube, they're on Spotify. Um, check them out. It, uh, we I process the video just so people can have that that visual portion of as well. And it's kind of fun watching me interact with guests as well. And um, this week, though, very special guest that won't really need any introduction once you see the video. Um, but obviously, I'm going to do an introduction. She joined me uh, once prior on episode 62. And somehow I was able to convince her to come back on the show. She's been listening to the episodes this year, uh, just as something to support me. And I really appreciated that and uh, wanted to make sure that it was something that can connect with all of you. When she was like, hey, what, what would we talk about? And I was like, hey, I've got some, some general ideas. And the first thing that came to mind was doing it together. You know, a little punny in there. Um, but I'm excited for this episode. Obviously, if you haven't realized by now, even by the title, my wife Kayla is going to be on the show today. We're going to talk about doing it together, what that really means in all sorts of relationships. It can be a little geared towards romantic, but also in friendships and how we interact with people at work and our neighborhood and our communities, everything there. I think it was a really fun conversation to kind of break down and just sit and just talk with her about it. You know, it's things that we talk about anyways, but we just have it actually recorded to, I don't know, to kind of make that happen. I don't know. But thanks for kind of joining in and listening this week. Uh, remember to keep running with purpose one step at a time. And uh, 
enjoy the conversation with Caleb. See you guys next week. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just thinking how weird this seems. To have a conversation <laughs> with me? Why does that seem weird? To be recorded and sit like this with microphones. That's all I'm saying. This is how we normally have conversations though, honey. Don't we? No. <laughs> not with the microphones and recorded for all to hear. Microphones and cameras. That's how we do things though. No. No. You do things like that. I do it's some of those things like that. Yes. Yeah. This over here. But yeah, I don't know how I still in the weird thing of from we were talking about of how to actually start these episodes since the intro will be before yeah. of like how they actually start it. So I don't know. We can just start. Well, what, how are we starting? I think we just started. Cheers, honey. <laughs> Thank you Cheers, for the hot babe. chocolate. You're welcome. Um, so the people that are listening to this, they would have heard the, uh, it's probably super hot for me, right? No, it's not that okay. hot. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> the people that are tuning in would have heard me say this intro of the, with the title of doing it together, mm -hmm. which I thought was just funny in a, like a provocative kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's, that's obviously where my mind yeah. went. Yeah, we're not doing it on the podcast. That would be entertaining. Would it though? Would people want to tune in? I don't want anybody to see it. No, but like, would they want to hear it? Oh, that seems like not a good. Mm. That's a short episode. Anyways, <laughs> the 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 idea though oh. is when we were talking about this before is like kind of thinking about the thoughts of how we do life together in a way, like in any sort of relationship. And the funny thing, and I was thinking about while we were showering or while, while I was showering was this idea, not doing it, I guess now, now we're going, now we're going full circle. We'll be right back. Now. I was like showering. We, we did shower separately. Yeah. Um, well, I was in the shower of this, how we went from this idea of two separate people and kind of coming together in a relationship. And, and I wrote down the, the question of this idea of how did we go from mine and my, like mine and yours to ours kind of what was, what was that journey thought process like for you, for your view? Cause then I'm mm -hmm. curious if it like matches up with my thoughts. Well, we went from yours and mine to what's yours is mine and what's mine is mine. <laughs> that is, that is <laughs> and now we are at ours. Yeah. But obviously the journey took a long time considering we've been together. How long now? How old's Karina? I don't know. It would be 18 years. 17. I think she's 17. 2006. So. It's 18 then. This is 24. Yeah. Yeah. But not until so 17 October and a half. for yeah, her. Yeah. But, you know, when we were dating, it's what's mine is mine and what's yeah. yours is yours. And then when we first got married, it was still that way. And then once you took over the finances, then it kind of became what's mine is yours. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess in that sake, then all of the, like, like <laughs> I gave everything up, uh, so to speak. And then we kind of evolved into 
well, it's ours and how are we spending our money and yeah. what do we want to spend our money on? And it's no longer, well, I have this amount of money to spend and you have this amount of money to spend. Right. It's ours and how do we want to spend our money? Yeah. And I think even outside of <clears throat> money, if we think mm -hmm. about just like our time and what was like important to us, right. Of like, mm -hmm. we would, it was like your time and my time when we needed that separation was having that separation is good from like a mm -hmm. being able to like have your own life in still way, which we still do. Well, you do. I don't really have a life, <laughs> but this idea that we've slowly started to, I've noticed it just, especially with the last few moves. And obviously there's a lot of things that have happened in our life since then mm -hmm. that have probably have caused that. I'm not going to make you cry. I was like, don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's this idea of we've in the last few years, it's felt like, we've, and maybe it's even been since we sold the house and kind of downsized everything and like readjusted our, our thoughts, mm -hmm. we've come closer together in the kind of things that we're doing. So like spending mm -hmm. time together and doing things where it doesn't feel as separated, separated in a way, like we want to do things mm -hmm. together, like the volunteering or, the, or like the serving in the church or even just going on trips together and doing things like we don't like being apart from each other in a way. Yeah. And it's interesting how that kind of like shifts almost like you, like you, you want to be with each other all the time when you first start dating, cause it's new and it's fresh. And then you get like, right. you're kind of annoying to me. And then, <laughs> and then we get back to this sense, you know, but it's also a mindset shift mm -hmm. too. Like when you finally get on the same page of, well, where are we heading and what are we doing and what are our goals? So to your point, yeah. a lot of that did change when we decided to sell the house yeah. because we didn't need something that big. We didn't need to be spending that kind of money on that when our priorities were different. Like we wanted to make sure that we were giving back to God first, then saving mm -hmm. and then spending. Well, if you have this big house that we're never using, that takes away from that. If right. we downsize and then we did spend more time together once we sold it. Cause we're also in more of a confined space right? when we were at the house, like you had your office, office music yeah. room. And if I was home, I was downstairs in the kitchen or the living room. Right. So it's like, we were always separated. Or even with like the working out, right? Like you were always right. in the basement and I was out on the road, like here yeah. now it's like, for anyone that's watching the video, like this is, <laughs> this, this is, is the, this is the gym <laughs> and the living room the and the dining room and the living room and, and the, the podcast studio <laughs> and the kitchen. And they're all right. kind of right there. But I mean, we did, we went from, you know, a four bedroom house to a two bedroom apartment where one was our bedroom and the other one was like the office, the workout room, the yeah. spare bedroom. And then we had the open concept. So it's like you're together and yeah. then moving to Minnesota yeah. Like the single we, layer. Well, and we were like, we were together, but I mean, my days were yeah. busy. So like we weren't really spending a lot of time together until I came downstairs and then we were together. Right. And then coming here. Yeah. We're even closer. <laughs> right. We're even <laughs> but, a smaller space. But again, to your point, like the journey, you spend so much time together when you're dating cause it's new and it's exciting. And then the lull, so to speak of, Oh, when well, I are comfortable with this person and mm -hmm. what's next to then, well, no, like you get deeper in your faith, you get deeper into your marriage and your goals aligning. And we do want to spend more time together. <laughs> right. And I think you hit a point there of this idea of, as we continue to grow and evolve, how we want to 
for, for, to keep repeating the title of like doing it together, like <laughs> doing life together and not saying, mm-hmm. Hey, we're going on our own kind of separate roads there. And I think the thought that kind of kept coming through my mind was this idea of like understanding and, and wanting to serve someone else. Like it came to a point where I was like all about me and I was like, not all about me, obviously it was about you too, but I was like, I was more geared towards what I wanted, like what my benefits were, like what I could get from situations. Mm. And I think you're sacrificial in a way, if we think about like the 50 states journey and stuff like that, like that, how that started, it's like every Mm -hmm. single one of your vacations was taking pictures of me in a different state, right? And how we, we flip it to, all right, how can I serve you? And this idea of kind of seeking to, understand rather than being understood, like really listening to what you have to say instead of kind of putting it through my filter, if that makes sense. Kind of, but I mean, I've just accepted your goals are my goals (laughs) (laughs) and I support those. And of course, like with the 50 states, I mean, starting out, I was like, yeah, that's fine. Whatever, go do it. It'll be an adventure to then really enjoying it Mm -hmm. and seeing you accomplish those goals. But it became a like it's an us goal, right? <laughs> like we are doing this together. Right. Yes. You're running it, but I'm still up at the right. same time. I'm still you're sometimes st- doing half a marathon <laughs> yeah. while you're doing a marathon. So I can go see you at different points. And, and I get to sleep in the car get, and you still have to drive. Getting to see different parts of the country. Yeah. So your goals became my goals. Yeah. But I think from even outside of the goals aspect, if we take the, like the selfish aspect of it mm-hmm. and say, how do I try to understand your needs and what you need in moments, right? Like I would say like early in our relationship, when your grandfather had passed away, it was like a struggle for us because I didn't know mm. what you needed. And and you were like, why is he being an ass and not supporting <laughs> me in this way? You know what I mean? But it was another one of those things like we weren't, we were so focused on how we thought about things. And I feel like obviously we've been together for so long, this idea of, those lines kind of just blended where Mm -hmm. I kind of, we think very similar in a lot of the things that we do. So Mm -hmm. you say something and I know you meant something completely (laughs) different. We can get there. If I start blabbering words where I'm like, Hey honey, thanks for making chocolate milk. And you're like, like, that's not, that's not what I'm making. (laughs) Technically chocolate milk, but we'll Mm -hmm. details, but it's hot. Yeah. But the, (laughs) the idea that we can kind of shift our thought process to better support someone. And I think that comes just with like longevity of relationships. Well, but it's also putting someone before yourself, Yeah, like putting your needs before mine, just in any relationship it's, it should be if it's a good relationship and one that you're continuing to change and grow, Mm -hmm. you have to put the other person before yourself. Right. Or you you should want to, I guess I should say it's not something you, have to do. It's something you should want to do. Right. What's the idea of like out serving one another, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, you always want to try to out serve the other person in a way, not to say, Hey, I'm better than you or whatever the case might be, but it's like, that's where you're kind of going towards. And I think it brings up this idea we've talked about before this like Mm -hmm. 50, 50, Mm -hmm. right. Of like, here's your things, here's mine (laughs) things, whether it's, you know, you can talk about money from that aspect, right? excuse me, or it could be time. Hey, you're doing, you're doing the dishes and I'm doing this. And we can, I think society and culture in a way says, no, this is how it works. Like you have your thing. I have Mm. my thing. We both do our things as you get into the, probably since 
I guess when, when women were getting more into the workforce, like we're out in the wars, right? I think that's kind of what the purpose of like, they started working in factories and then it started becoming this, like, it wasn't dad going to work. It mm. was mom and dad kind of doing this. And with that, it became this separation of like, um, you know, you can thank Destiny's Child for independent woman and uh, all these things. I don't have I shown you that video. There's a comedian that has a bit about that that says no the uh, how Destiny's Child was messing with people's minds because first, like, it was can you pay my bills? Can you pay my telephone bills? Mm -hmm. And then like the next song they came out with was independent woman of like, I can do it myself. Like, and, and they're like, you're going to go out into the club and do whatever. And he's like, yeah, cause I'm paying your bills. That's why you can go out to the club. Cause I'm paying the bills. Um, digress. Mm -hmm. The idea of the 50 50. So it's like the man working and the woman working. It's became this, like, this is mine and this is mm -hmm. yours. And we each contribute to the thing, mm -hmm. but, over time, we've realized that that just doesn't work. Like in life, if we say you do this and I do this because you're going to incorporate frustrations. Then. Correct. Because why aren't you taking out the trash right. if that's your responsibility and my responsibility is dishes and right. I'm always doing the dishes, but I'm also having to take out the trash. Right. Where's the 50 50, so to speak. Right. And it shouldn't be like that. It's the trash needs taken out. I'm going to take the trash out. Like it's just evolving. But I feel like when we started out oh, yeah. and we're both working and it's like, okay, well no, here's like, your duties. Yeah. We use split the tasks right. to get them done. Well now it's, oh, well I have time to do that. I'll do that. Right. You have time to do that. You'll do that. Right. It's, it's not it's a the, common goal. Like we have to, right. we want to get things done. And if you have the time, you do it. If I have the time, I do it. Right. There are things that have to get done. Correct. It doesn't matter who's doing mm -hmm. them. But if we have this attitude of, hey, I want to outserve the other person. I want to make sure I'm supporting you. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. Well, then that makes sense that I'm going to kind of do these things. And it's like, hey, if there's a certain time where I feel like maybe I'm doing too much or something and need some support, well, then speak up. Right. Like we have to say something. And I think far too often people are worried about like, upsetting or feeling feelings. Yeah. All these feel, everyone with these feelings. <laughs> no, but even if you think of, of not in like a, in a romantic relationship kind of thing, even with a work relationship or a friendship, how often do we not want to like hurt somebody's feelings by correcting an action or saying, Hey, like you need to step up in this or you're not showing up in this way. I don't know that I am empathetic enough to, <laughs> to be that because I, I feel like I'm a very honest and open person. And I would say most of my relationships for those of them that have been long enough know that when they first became my friends, I'm a very direct mm -hmm. and sometimes harsh person. <laughs> but then as they get to know me, they realize I'm doing it out of love. And then I also, as I'm growing, you know, be more patient and have more empathy with people, whether that's in our marriage or mm -hmm. friendships or wherever, it wherever it may be. Yeah. Cause it's this idea, especially with friendships, I think we sit in this idea of it needs to be mutual, be mutually beneficial of like, there has to be something in it for mm -hmm. me. If I'm going to put forth that effort, not saying that you should like only be friends with that people that like take advantage of you in a way, mm -hmm. but it's the idea of like, unless they do that for me, mm -hmm. I'm not going to do something for them of like, Hey, 
I, they haven't called me. So if they haven't called me, I'm not going to call them and I'm just going to see when they can do this or they left me on red. I'm not going to send another message until that, you know, it's like we can get into this petty thing where we almost have to have this humility to be like, why, why are we focusing on these little things instead of thinking the big picture of like, Hey, this relationship matters to me and I want to see this person grow and whatever the case might be. So how do I support them to get them there Mm -hmm. rather than saying, Hey, you're not doing, you're not doing this for me. Like I'm doing it for you. So you're out of my life in a way. But that's how most relationships, friendships are. That's how they started. Yeah. It's what can you do for me? And then most of those don't last until you realize it's, you're both giving. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Cause I have some of those in my life (laughs) and it's like, I don't know what more I can do. Right. We have, we have family members that are like that too. You think about any relationship itself where you're like, I can reach out, I can do these things, but it came to a point of like, am I going to cut them off? Like, no, I'm going to still reach out. I'm going to still do my, I'm going to still do my thing and reach out to them and and talk to them or whatever. But if it's not reciprocated, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I love them all the same. And it's like, you know what, this is, maybe they're going through something, maybe this here and they don't feel they want to share or whatever the Mm -hmm. case might be, but we can get so wrapped up in our heads that it's about us and why aren't they serving Mm -hmm. my need? And yeah, I don't know. Like we see somebody with somebody else like, oh, they can hang out with them. They can call them. Why they can't do, you know what I mean? Like we can get really caught up in that. Right. Aspect selfish. Right. We we're looking at relationships again, what we can get from ourselves. Mm -hmm. Junior said it at at, uh, church tonight, this idea of like hypocrites uh, are also like the most, are the critics are often critics. Mm -hmm. And it's this idea of we, want to deflect, we want to point mm-hmm. to other people and say, yeah. um, Hey, you see what they did? Basically or, it's know. not me. It's you. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Which usually it's right. I wrote, I wrote down that quote from, um, from the chosen where Peter said, there's five important words. You were right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But it goes on and he doesn't even know what he was sorry right, for. Yeah, that's fair. So, so he didn't know what it was. It doesn't anyways. necessarily work. Right. But this idea of when we have, when we act in that way, we're really not pointing we're not thinking about how we're reacting into it. I've heard that one saying of like, when you're pointing a finger at someone, you have four pointing back at you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, that, that makes a lot of sense because we're so quick to judge somebody else or put the blame on somebody else instead of saying, Hey, where could I have maybe changed in this? Is it a perspective that I need to have differently? Mm -hmm. Is there something, could have I addressed this a little differently? And I think that goes again, not only friendships, but in romantic relationships, all of our relationships, because if we go around pointing fingers, we're eventually going to run out of people to point our finger at because mm-hmm. they're just going to leave. Right. Well, it also goes back to the principle of treat people how you want to be treated. Right. <laughs> Which is an interesting, well, they've, they've kind of changed that now What? because they have like the golden rule is what treat people like you want to be treated. Yeah all these business things now talk about the platinum rule. What is that? It's so dumb. It's treat people the way they want to be treated, which is a whole other feelings kind of thing with it. And that's a whole other. Yeah. Can't go into that. I can't, I, I can't, I just don't. We're called to be loving, just love right. the other person. Just love people. And then we wouldn't have these Correct. issues and that'll be fine. Right. Yeah. I think this idea of relationships, I don't know why my, tablet locked. Um, when we talk about like in relationships and how we can get through things together, obviously uh, relationships aren't without their struggles or, uh, 
issues, things happen where people, you know, Mm -hmm. we, we all have conflict and really conflict comes from this idea of what did my book say? I read it in my leadership book today. This idea of basically two personalities not coming together on something. So you have like a task conflict, but it is still technically people, people thinking about how they're going to tackle a task differently. Mm-hmm. But when we have that conflict. Again, we go, it's so easy to blame the other person and not look at ourselves. But can you think of anything that like is helpful when we, when we have conflicts of how we do it, other than me just saying, sorry. <laughs> and half the time, most of the time I know what I'm sorry for because I did something stupid, <clears throat> but I feel like most of our conflict is just misunderstanding, Mm. but then we just, and you're much smarter than I am. So like the other day we were having that conversation of how we were putting something together and you're more technical than I am. And I couldn't get you to understand what I, what was in my head. And I was feeling dumb by like how you were like, no, like, I don't know how, how else to say this. And I'm like, I don't know, (laughs) but it's like, I think it's just things like that. It's like, we're just misunderstanding Mm. because again, we have two different personalities and you're smart and analytical. And I'm just like in my head, it, I just don't know how to like explain it. Right. But in my head, it makes sense. Right. But I can't get it out. Yeah. But if you think about it, it's funny. So I would say I forgot about that situation, which is good. <laughs> but I don't, then, like, we don't then hold it came on to full it. circle of, you know, it's, it's not about who's right and who's wrong. It's about saying, I'm sorry and figuring out how to navigate yeah. around that before it becomes something escalated. Right. And your point of like the communication is actually what I wrote my paper on today. It's I feel oh. like you read my paper. This I idea, did not read this your idea paper. of like building trust and, and the conflict and stuff like that was, around most of it is because of communication issues, whether there's a miscommunication or lack of communication. But so we have that situation where I'm like frustrated, you know, and I obviously apologize for being frustrated. It's just, you know, it's again, how I think compared to how you think. But it wasn't just you. I mean, I was getting frustrated too. We're both getting on that side. (laughs) But then just last night when we were working on the Excel sheet, yeah, like that was because of the conversation we had before and because of the understanding, we're talking about the the math involved with yeah. it. And I was just like, okay, now help me understand. Like I was trying to break it down the way that you were thinking <laughs> about it because then it helps me understand, okay, I see where you're coming from. Okay, but you said this, did you mean this or this? And having that communication prevented the blow up that happened the week I before. wouldn't call that a blow up. <laughs> but you know, but I don't I know. call that frustration. The, 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 the <laughs> the tempers that ensued from the conversation. It wasn't yeah. a friendly conversation. We weren't like yeah. yelling at each mm-hmm. other, but it was, a, there was yeah, frustration. Yeah, last night there. went much smoother than right. last well, week. It's because of the idea, right? If we're communicating through it. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that really for relationships ends up being the hardest, regardless again, of the type of relationship mm-hmm. is one, being willing to have the tough mm-hmm. conversation. And, and not just walking away. Mm-hmm. Because early mm-hmm. on in our relationship, I, my personality is like, no, we're going to nail it down. Like we're going to talk through it now and we're going to get through this. And you were like, nope, we're not talking about this right now. And, I'm, and that's just more frustrating for me. Yeah. And now here we are. 
talking you, it out. You figured me out and we can, and you can help me understand. But it's even, it's even then like before it was a, I'm not talking about it and walk away. Like there wasn't yeah. even an explanation. Now, if I need time to process something, like I try to be better about vocalizing that I need to like mm-hmm. sit in it or think about it or something like that to make sure that you are aware of what's happening. I'm not just like ignoring you in a way. I'm not a child that's just going to sit there and like, you're not here. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not paying attention to you. Right. It's not handling it that way, but really saying, Hey, I just need, I need a moment. Mm-hmm. Or when you're asking me questions and I'm doing schoolwork or work work and I'm just like, Hey, I, I love you. <laughs> I would love to have this conversation, but like, I just got this email and I, I need to, I want to like mm-hmm. just get through this thing or whatever the case might be. But I think we both do it. Cause I'll go, I'll go, right, to, you come I'll go into the room and be like, can I talk to you? <laughs> but I think, but again, that's something we've learned is mm-hmm. again, being in a smaller space and we do enjoy talking to each other about random things. And most of mine's like, did you see this video? When you're sitting right here working and I'm right here and I'm like, oh, I need to tell him this is now a good time. Ah, yeah. Hey honey. <laughs> or, but now I've gotten to the point of is now like asking the question. Yeah. Can I talk to you now? Is now a good time? Right. Because I I'm really good at interrupting you. Yeah. But in that point, so the <laughs> both sides of that communication, one, you asking, Hey, it's there. And me recognizing to, me being able to say, no, it's not. Mm. And we have that mutual understanding you go, Sounds good. We'll table it. We do whatever we do it when we watch TV shows, right? Like wait till next commercial break. You don't remember what I said. Apparently you're talking about Moses and it was Noah. Yeah. You said Moses and the ark. And I I was just like, no, that's, that's wrong. I did not say the ark. (laughs) I did not say the ark. She did not say the ark. Okay. I'm not going to put it there, but you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we're good about the idea of like, we've gotten better about understanding when is appropriate and when is not right. There's boundaries. Yeah. We got to figure it out. It's, it's definitely a slow, it's a slow role to, to figure out that communication breakdown and understanding, Hey, how do we, how do we get aligned on that? And we're not aligned on everything still. We still have those little, those little frustrations and those little things that happen. Well, because we're two separate people. Correct. And we don't think about like inherently we are selfish people that are thinking Mm -hmm. about what we think about and we're using everything through our lens. Mm -hmm. Like this is how we see things. So Mm -hmm. this is how I see things. Why don't you see it this way? Like, Mm -hmm. what's the, I don't, I don't understand how this works. Mm -hmm. Um, And we can, that can then cause frustration. But again, as you build relationships, you get comfortable with people you build that trust and you almost have, you build that positive intention, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you do something, I don't think it's out of malicious intent. Mm -hmm. If it hurts me, like, I don't think you're you're trying to thinking the best of the other person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't think you're trying to hurt me with it. Mm -hmm. So it's okay. If she came, if she was coming from this with a positive intent, did I encode that message wrong? Did I, did I, or decode? decode that message. You encode it. I decode it. I think. Sure. Science. (laughs) Did I receive that and hear it differently Mm -hmm. than you possibly meant to do it? So then it's taking it back. And then whether it's me trying to process and understand if it was like a text message or a phone call or asking you like, wait, what did you mean by that? Like, what do you like for clarification? Mm -hmm. Right? Like when you say avocado, (laughs) when I go to the grocery store, how many avocados is it? Yeah, but we know if it's Aldi, they come in a bag. <laughs> I don't know. The shit take mushrooms 
and all of the other things that we have. I don't know. I think it's the, I don't know where I was going with that initially, but this, the ability to have the conversation, right. Of saying, I'm willing to bring it up mm-hmm. knowing that you're going to listen and know that I'm not coming at it from a negative standpoint. Mm-hmm. And we can have that reciprocated because I think what happens in poor communication when, when people are doing it together is they don't have that mutual kind of respect. I think it's partially respect, but it's also just like the positive intention thing of like, I'm assuming people aren't Mm. trying to do malicious intent. Like when someone Mm, says something to me, I'm not going, they're trying to break me down. So having a positive mindset. Right. Cause then you can, you can reframe everything and mm-hmm. try to shift it, try to understand, okay, what did they mean by this? Not mm-hmm. everyone is positive, but if you at least go with it through the positive intent, mm-hmm. hopefully well, it also nine depends times on the tone too. Right. So that's why I don't like sending things through text. If it could be misconstrued mm-hmm. and most of the time that's not in our, like, but if you're trying to have a conversation with a friend via text and like, oh, that point isn't going to land well yeah. if they read it this way. Right. So even in person, it's also how are you coming across? Yeah. Cause it could sound <laughs> malicious <clears throat> right? or it could sound sincere and trying to figure something out. Right. I just had that, that conversation at work. Cause I do the same thing at work where I let's hop on a call. I'm trying to talk, mm-hmm. I'm trying to text this up and I'm like, let's hop on a call. And one of the, uh, the new manager that's joining our team, mm-hmm. uh, she, I sent her like a screenshot of something and she saw my name and my own team's channel. And she's like, you send yourself messages. I go every once in a while, I will send myself the message that I want to send to somebody else just to give myself time. Like I want to send it. I want to type it out and I want to send, <laughs> so it. You send it to yourself. I just send it to myself and then I can go, That's okay, maybe, cool. maybe that was fine. Maybe it was fine to send. Okay. I can copy it, paste it and send it. Or it was, no, you're being a jerk. That's going too far. Huh. but it kind of gets it out. So, cause it's so easy to kind of right, like, cause it gets it out of your head and you see it and right. then you're reading it back to you. That's really good. Yeah. I didn't know you did that. Yeah. I do that. Or if I write in like my journal and stuff like that, like things that may have frustrated me. And most of the time the journal stuff is all like things that frustrated myself about myself kind mm-hmm. of thing of like, Hey, you shouldn't have done that or you should have reacted differently in that kind of thing. I think mm-hmm. our conversation was in my journal the other night. <laughs> um, Maybe but- I should read that. <laughs> it came about. <laughs> You're like, no, that's what you're doing. You're just writing in here to be like, now learn how to do this and figure out what you're doing better. So what you really want to tell me is written down. <laughs> this, this is what, what you're is, saying. What was there? This is me in the stupid videos again. There was one, there was two guy, two, a guy and his wife or girlfriend or whatever in the car. And she goes, so uh, I want you to call me the B word like you say it in your head. Cause I know you say it in your head when I do that. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not saying that. And she goes, no, you say it in your head. He was like, I'm not gonna say it to you like I say it in my head. No, wait, I don't <laughs> say it in my head. <laughs> like you got trapped, yeah. you got trapped. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so easy to like have that frustration. And I've even yeah. apologized to you or even prayed about like, I was like, I need to apologize her of like, you'll frustrate me. And I'm just like either whisper it under my breath that it annoyed me or something like that. And it's like, why? Like, it's not that. Why big don't you just deal. tell me that Correct. I annoyed you. So I don't right. do it again. Right. <laughs> that's the, that's the better communication way of doing it instead of just going, well, I'm just going to let it kind of slide. And I think we, in relationships, we start that in the beginning, right? We said this again, mm. super close in the beginning. 
And then we, you know, we drift away. But what happens is, is in the beginning, you kind of overlook some of those like weird right. quirks and those weird little things, right? right? Cause of you're just dating like, and it's fun. Right? Like I yeah. leave, I leave dishes in the sink or I don't like my pans sit there. Or there's hair mm-hmm. in the sink or something like that. You're just like, it's fine. It's fine. But because you don't say it, then those specific things, you said all of them. So for most people, they don't say them. You say all of the things, which I love about, and it makes my life so much easier. Just telling Ryan, How does was, that make your life easier? Well, because then I just know the things, right? Like I was tell, talking to Ryan about oh, that. Oh, you mean because I tell you about Correct. it and you are aware of it then to Correct. do it versus exactly. me not telling you and then I'm just getting mad and I have in no my head. Why. Correct. And then eventually- It blows up in something up. else. Oh yeah, we're way past that. Right, like, but but I mean, like well, even in the beginning, it was still like, there were certain yeah. things, but for the most part, you were still upfront. But in most relationships, you kind of put things under the rug. Mm-hmm. And then when things- you, you start want getting, them to see the best of you. Right, you, st- you keep getting into this like comfort phase. Mm-hmm. And then once you kind of, once you get into that comfort, you start blowing up about other things or things that annoy you or something like that. And then you go- I've been doing this for years. Like, why are you not, like, why are you blowing up now? You're like, well, I hated it then. And I thought you would change. And you're just like, what are you talking about? Crazy person. Uh, Yeah. People that think they're going to change someone. That's a whole nother discussion. But yeah, having it out in the open is so much easier. A hundred percent. And I think there was something from service. I was looking at my notes because Mm -hmm. there was something from service that. Service tonight. Yeah. Service tonight. That made me think about something. And I think it was, he said it a couple of weeks ago as well, but this idea of how small we are in, in the grand scheme of things and how we can, oh, it was, it was when they talked about, I guess it was back in Mount, making a, a mountain out of a molehill. Mm-hmm. Which, which message was that? Was that in December? I feel like that I was like, a long- I feel like it was a little while ago. Yeah, they brought it up that. a few times to this idea that people will focus so much on the little things and blow them up. And I mm-hmm. think that's what happens when you have these things that are kept getting swept under the rug is they're little things, but a little thing that happens a lot, you all of a sudden blow up because I didn't put the dishes away. Right. Not saying you specifically. Yeah, I know what you mean. I didn't put the dishes away and all of a sudden it becomes this huge thing. And you're like, what the hell is this? Like, where are you coming mm-hmm. at from this? And it's like, Oh, these other six things that were related to this, you've kind of put them all together and now you're like unloading at me. And then you mm-hmm. get the typical sitcom dad kind of situation where it just like sits in the basement and just ignores and watches his football or does whatever because he can't He's afraid do, any- to do anything. Right, he can't because do anything. He can't do right. it right. So it's like, why would I do the dishes? I can't do them right anyway. So I'm just not going to do them, which yeah. I've actually heard guy friends of mine say things to that nature. And I'd be like, that's a wrong way of thinking, but it's the idea of I can't do it right. And it's like, but have you asked how to do it right? Have you tried to do it what she considers right in a way, or can you find a, a mutual right or is she just crazy? Some, I think they're just crazy. <laughs> they're just crazy women. And yeah, that's- but I also think it's still very different because we've gotten to a place where if the laundry needs done, you'll do it or I'll do it. The dishes need done. One of us, like, it doesn't matter who's doing it. And mm-hmm. it's never going to be done the same way because I don't do the th- the things the way you do it and you don't do them the way I do them. Yeah. Which is funny because we're both a little OCD and little things mm-hmm. and how we've grown into the aspect where it doesn't bother us as much. Mm-hmm. Which is true. Or I want to say it, it may 
bother us the same amount, but we realize how small it is. Correct. So we were just like, yeah, I really wish you would just do that. I really wish you would pick his hair up off the floor, but it is what it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like of the things picking your battles. Oh yeah. Is it worth having a discussion about when it's minor or is this something that is life altering, so to speak, then that's something you have to discuss. Right. But yeah, if it's a small thing, you're just like, Hey, just, But I think that came over time though, too, because I feel like early on, like everything was a big deal, Mm -hmm. even though it's not, or at least for me, I'm like, that's a big deal when it's so minor (laughs) looking back on it. Right. (laughs) I think it goes back, we go back to like the house stuff, right? So like we lived in the apartment, it's fine. We get the house, like there becomes more things we have to do, Mm -hmm. whether it's yard work or taking Mm -hmm. care of other things. And I'm not handy or helpful. Um, so it's how we get into these ruts almost of like, why can't you do this? Why can't you, why are you sitting on the couch playing video games? And we, and we had these other things to do. You had this. And now it's like, I think we understand, we both respect and understand that aspect of like, if I want to sit down and play Zelda, but there's dishes that are piled up, I know that I should just do the dishes first. Mm-hmm. Then I can sit here and play video games all I want. And you're, you're not going to care. You'll sit next to me while right. I'm playing the video games. <laughs> but the idea of you, if you come out of the bathroom and see dishes piled up and I'm just sitting down doing nothing, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> but I'm like I, you said, go take a shower, you handle the dishes. Right. And then I come out and I'm like, but again, it's not something we fight about it, but it's like, well, what happened? And right. you're like, totally forgot. But I think what happens early in relationships, what we've said a few times is Mm -hmm. that conversation doesn't happen. Yes. So he didn't see anything wrong with it. Oh, she's going to wash the dishes. I was going to wash them later, but surely. And then that conversation Mm -hmm. never happens. And then they go. Animosity's building quietly. Right. It's just kind of, it's just stirring up, stirring up, stirring up until the one time she comes out and she throws a frying pan at his head Mm -hmm. because he wasn't listening. He's like, what are you talking about? I thought you enjoyed doing that. She's like, no, I want you to do this, but you don't want to, you know, and you have this, this balance with communication. I think, you know, we don't have children, but I think it probably gets even harder when you have kids and stuff like that of how are we, Mm -hmm. how are we disciplining them in a way or how are we running them around or how that works? And it can feel like you're doing things all yourself maybe, or they're not putting in the extra effort or like, I don't know. That's a whole different dynamic. Yeah. There's a lot of parts there. Um, but it comes down to responsibility. You all have responsibility, whether it's a child or what Mm -hmm. it is, that responsibility has to be taken care of and you have to agree on how that responsibility is getting handled. Mm -hmm. It's open communication. Yeah. I guess it all comes down to communication. That's Mm -hmm. how you do it together (laughs) with communication. Well, I also Maybe think- I'm doing it wrong. Is that the problem? Is that- oh, sorry. What? <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Well, but I also think our relationship is a little, I mean, I feel like very different than most. I mean, <clears throat> people that have God in their relationships function differently than mm-hmm. those that don't. Obviously when we started, like we're believers, but you grow in your faith and mm-hmm. then that shows in your marriage where- other people don't have that. So they don't really understand how to effectively communicate in a loving way. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, 
I think that's a good point because you kind of figure out again. And I think our faith in kind of learning and growing in that has helped mm-hmm. see this of it's not about me. Mm-hmm. And I think obviously communication is important, but the first part is really saying like, Hey, it's not about me in general. Right. This life what, is not about me. Right. So how do I help my wife? How do I help my neighbor? How do I help my friends? Mm-hmm. That's where we make the most impact. And we think about it. It's like, I don't really, I always say that I don't like people. People <laughs> mostly annoy me. But you love talking to people. But I love talking to people. But then it's like in our building where the average age is, you know, they're all asleep right now. What time is it? It's eight o'clock. Is, they're, they're fast asleep, actually. They're, that's they're not partners. true. They are up much later than we yeah, are. We're usually, yeah, it's eight o'clock on a Saturday night. We're eating hot chocolate to go <laughs> ready to go to bed after this episode ends. Oh. But we, you know, we're like trying to do events here so we can meet people and try to meet people through the church and just, I'm trying to meet people with their work. I'm trying to like build those relationships. And it's when we realize, hey, it's not about me and what I can get from mm-hmm. people or from relationships. It's how can I give mm-hmm. in a way? What can I give to other people, right? It's what did, what did well, it's rewarding. Mm-hmm. It feels good. Mm-hmm. Like to serve you <laughs> feels good. To serve the community feels good. Like when you're doing <laughs> things that make other people happy or make their life easier or whatever, it feels good. Yeah. It fills my cup. <laughs> right. And it's, it makes a larger impact because if you just, if you're chasing your own satisfactions mm-hmm. and to build your own kingdom in a way, mm-hmm. you're, all you're doing is you're building yourself up and it's never going to be enough. You'll just keep storing, you'll keep hoarding, you'll keep doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, wait a second, I have all of this stuff, but I have it back to the idea of like, you keep pointing the finger, you're going to have no one to point it at. If right. you keep hoarding and keep using, keep using people for those kinds of things, you're just going to be alone and you're going to be by yourself. And it's how do you give back in a way of your time, money, resource, anything that you have to support others and think about others mm-hmm. first. Right. It's this idea and like with <clears throat> Christians in the church, there's always that idea they like the prosperity gospel, right? Of like, if you give, it'll be given back mm-hmm. to you. And it's like, yeah, but that doesn't mean it's going to be given the same way you gave it. Correct. And I think that's the thing that people don't realize, especially in relationships, like me giving and pouring into a relationship, what I get from that might actually be the lessons I learn in giving to them. Yeah. And that's a different mindset that people won't normally have because Mm -hmm. I gave time, I expect time. I Mm -hmm. gave money, I expect money. And if we can't see it or if our feel it's tangible, we kind of have this disconnect from it. Mm -hmm. I, as you were talking, I was thinking about, which I've told you before, like this whole training aspect, you know, like I want to train up the team that they don't need me Mm -hmm. anymore. Like that's like my ultimate goal. Like, like I love what I do and who I do it for in the team, but I want them to feel confident in their role Mm -hmm. And be like, I don't need her anymore. Like she's instilled like all the wisdom and the tools and I'm good. Yeah. That's building someone up. That's helping them because it's not about me. It's a lot of time and energy and effort right now because it's so much easier to just do something on your own, Mm -hmm. but that's not building the relationship. Right in any realm, but I'm just thinking of right. it in my training aspect, but yeah. you have to put in the time and the effort 
which is sometimes exhausting versus just doing it yourself. Yeah. People are exhausting. Teaching yes. people is exhausting, but again, it's rewarding. Point, the reward that you get from it of mm-hmm. being you know, like, Hey, I was able to, for lack of a way, but I was able to change someone's life or change someone's perspective and mm-hmm. how they do something because I had this conversation with them mm-hmm. or because I spent the time to do the thing, right? right. It's the, the whole idea of like, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man a fish, feed him for a lifetime. It's right. how do we embody people to do those things to really just grow in themselves and build the relationships mm-hmm. again? I think it also goes back to how do we, Self, selflessly give mm-hmm. and make sure we have the proper communication. And that's really how you kind of build up relationships. I agree with you. Okay. I think we're good now. I, think <laughs> I thought talked. we were good before we started think, this no, conversation. Oh crap. No, I've been taking all these notes to figure out how, like now that I know what your communication is, now I know I need what I need to do what? here. But You're thanks funny. for uh, taking some time to sit down with me today, honey, and allowing me to record a conversation with you about relationships. For some reason, people think we have a great relationship and I don't know what it is, but we'll keep at it. Mm. We'll keep growing and we'll keep doing, we'll be the role models we try to be, I guess. I don't know. One thing I didn't tell you about this before, but one thing I'm going to try to do on these interviews now, like the newly video interviews Mm -hmm. or whatever, is kind of go back to what Zoe did and what, what, uh, the bridge does as well is this idea of like a big, so what, or a, so what aspect. So like, if you think about whether it's regarding this episode or something that's on your mind, if you had like one thing to say to people, like one phrase, one sentence, one question for people to think about, what, what would you like to share? little heads up on that would have been nice I that I could have thought through that yeah. a little bit well, more. So I think I'm going to do it this way. Just some just to have people, wisdom, just to have this of like, what's on the top of your head? Like, cause I think what happens is, and this is why I didn't prep you mm. with it. I know as you're thinking about it now, as I'm talking, but is this idea of like, what's actually actively on your mind? Not what did, what hallmark script did you come up mm. with? It's like, no, what's on your mind again, whether it's from the conversation or whatever, it was like, Hey, this is a, this is a piece of advice I'm giving people. Well, I think it just goes back to everything we've already talked about. You have to put others before yourself. And I didn't do that early on in our relationship, but I'm at a place where it's not about me. Love it. Thanks, baby. <laughs> You're welcome. Now we can go Anything to bed. Anything for you. <laughs> it's 8.20 on a Saturday night. It's time I'm going to finish my hot chocolate. I'm almost done with mine. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs>